This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers. Small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 39 is going to be from Luke chapter 12, verses 19 through 21. A person is like the rich fool when he, she, lays up treasure for himself, herself, without being rich toward God. Luke chapter 12, verses 19 through 21, read, And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. This was a very, very selfish man here. In verse 21 is the key to why this was so wrong. So he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. He was not considering what would be approved of by God. He was not considering anybody else but himself. His primary concern was to lay up treasures for himself. In verses 13 through 18, Then one from the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But he said to him, Man, who has made me a judge or an arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take heed and beware of covetousness. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentiful. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there I will store all my goods. You see, he was concerned about his crop. He was concerned about how he was going to take care of his crop so that he could take care of himself for many, many years. As Christians, we are to be concerned with the people around us. We are to be concerned with helping people. In Galatians chapter 6 and verse 10, Paul said, Do good unto all men, but especially to the household of faith. But this man, he wasn't worried about anyone. He wasn't worried about those that were outside of God. He wasn't worried about those that were inside of God. All he was worried about was where he was going to store his goods so that he could eat, drink, and be merry. He needed to realize what Jesus said in verse 15. Take heed and beware of covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. But this man thought it did. He thought the whole world was about making money and being sure that your soul was taken care of in this world and that you would be able to eat, drink, and be merry. In other words, it sounds like he wanted to retire and have many goods stored up for many, many years. Going over to Malachi chapter 3. Malachi chapter 3, and verses 8 through 12. Notice Israel had a problem with this as well. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what ways have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings, you are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. 
and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. And all nations will call you blessed, for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. Notice who God says will take care of them, that he would provide for them, and that they would not be able to even contain it if they would just bring all the tithes and offerings into the storehouse so that there would be food for his people. He's talking about the Levites here. The Levites were taken care of by the rest of the tribes. And when giving was not taking place the way that it should, the Levites didn't have anything. Israel was worried about themselves. They were worried about, well, if we give this much to God, what are we going to take care of ourselves with? But God said, if you'll give to me the way that you're supposed to give to me, if you'll bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house, and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts in verse 10, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. You see, this is how the rich fool should have thought as well. That if he was taking care of people and he was helping people and he was doing what he needed to do with his crops, with what he had been blessed with, and he was giving to God and he was helping uh, the poor and he was taking care of himself, then God would have blessed him richly. But because he did not think this way, but wanted to keep it all to himself, God called him in Luke chapter 12 and verse 20, a fool. And he said, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? A person is like the rich fool when he, she lays up treasures for him herself without being rich toward God. When we imitate this in our lives, then we are just like the rich fool. And yes, we can imitate this in our lives. When we don't give to God the way that we need to, when we make thousands of dollars each year, but yet we only cut checks for five, ten dollars on Sundays, we're not breathing the tithes into the storehouse. Now, we are not commanded to tithe. We are commanded to give as we have been prospered, and we're commanded to give from a, a joyful dispensation. But we're not commanded to tithe. But if we have been given better blessings and we have a better covenant than they had back then, then shouldn't our giving be better as well? In 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6-7, through 7, the Bible says, But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he has purposed in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. Notice this. Notice this concept here in verse 6. But I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. God is going to take care of those that are doing his will. And if we are sowing sparingly, then we're going to reap sparingly. God is not going to take care of those that are not doing his will. A person is like the rich fool when he, she lays up treasure for himself, herself, without being rich toward God. We need to be making sure that we are rich toward 
God, and that we understand what being rich toward God is. In 1 Kings chapter 17, verses 8 through 16, the Bible reads, Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. So she said, As the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin, and a little oil in a jar. And see, I am gathering a couple of sticks, that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said to her, Do not fear, go and do as you have said, but make me a small cake from it first, and bring it to me, and afterward make some for yourself and your son. For thus the Lord God of Israel, The bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry, until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah, and she and he and her household ate for many days. The bin of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Elijah. And so this little lady was about to make her last meal for herself and for her son. She didn't have much. She was going to gather a few sticks. She had a handful of flour and a little bit of oil. And she was going to make it and eat it and share it with her son. And that was going to be their last meal. And she expected full well to die of starvation after this. And Elijah said, bring this to me first. Make me a cake first and then make for yourselves. And when she did this, she put her trust in God. And by putting her trust in God, she understood what it meant to be rich toward God. Even though she had little, she was still willing to share with Elijah. And she was willing to be faithful to God. And because of this, God took care of her. Because she understood what it meant to be rich toward God. She was not going to lay up treasures for herself. This would have been a treasure to her. All she had left was this little bit of flour and a little bit of oil. Can you imagine how much that was worth to her at this particular time? It was all that she had to give her son to eat. And Elijah says, bring it to me first. Most of us today would have said no. This is all I have left. I can't do that. Matter of fact, we go out and we work really hard to provide for our families and to give them a good living. But when it comes to being faithful to God, sometimes we fall short of that. When God asks just for a little bit of time, we say, that's too much, God. When he asks for us to assemble on the first day of the week to worship him, And to give back to him a portion that we've made, we say no. We want to do what we want to do. We want to go out and make more money so that we can take care of ourselves and be richer. We have the attitude of the rich fool who goes out, tears down his barns to build bigger barns so that he can store up his goods and say, 
to his soul, eat, drink, and be merry. You see, that's what we want. We're not willing to give up the little bit of extra money that we could make on Sundays or the little bit of extra free time that we would have by going and doing something else in order to be pleasing to God. And that is a scary thing because we're laying up treasures for ourselves instead of being rich toward God. In Luke chapter 21 and verses 1 through 4, And he looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw also a certain poor widow putting in two mites. So he said, Truly I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than all. For all these out of their abundance have put in offerings for God. But she, out of her poverty, put in all the livelihood that she had. This little widow understood what it meant to be rich toward God. When the, she went into the temple, she took two mites out of her purse. and She dropped them in. It was everything that she had. She wasn't relying on that money to take care of her, realizing that's all she had left to buy, to buy milk and eggs and flour to provide for herself. That's all she had left to feed herself and to provide everything that she needed for her life. But she understood that giving it to God was better. And when she gave it to God, God said she gave more than all the others because they gave out of their abundance. Is that what we do sometimes? We give to God out of our abundance? Instead of giving out of a sacrificial mindset and giving to God because that's what we want to do and because we know that his church needs money in order to run, in order to do the work of the Lord. A person is like the rich fool when he, she lays up treasure for himself, herself, without being rich toward God. Is that what we're doing? Are we laying up treasure for ourselves without considering God? In Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 34, we have in verse 19, Do not lay up for yourself treasure on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, your heart will be also. We need to understand this today, that where we put our treasures... That's where our heart is going to be. If our treasure is in heaven, then our heart is going to be in heaven. If our treasure is here on earth, then our heart is going to be here on earth. But if we lay up treasures for ourselves here on earth, thieves can break in and steal and moths and rust can destroy them. But if we lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven, then neither one of those things can destroy our treasures. Going down to verses 32 through 34 of Matthew chapter 6, it says, For after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things will be added unto you. Therefore, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you have need of these things. God knows what we have need of. 
and he is going to take care of us. Let's not be like the rich fool who lays up treasure for ourselves here, where moths and rust destroy and where thieves can break in and steal. But let's lay up for ourselves treasure in heaven, where neither one of these things can do that. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.